Welcome back to, to Grass Doesn't Exist. <laughs> I botched it so hard. It's me, Daichi. And your best friend, Shadow. Yeah, and hello all viewers and listeners and that one person that just constantly listens to us, Bicker. I love you. Okay, this is... That's kind of stalker <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you should well, get I, I, I'm, in, I'm in a different mindset now. Okay. Yeah, I've... Uh-huh. So, I, I have something big to announce. I'm leaving the jungle. It's no longer meant for me. Uh-huh. They've guttered it, and I hate it. I see. So, so which now, Roy off to next? I'm, I'm going back to my home roots of being a submissive sub. <laughs> I'm now a support. A support, okay. <laughs> and who's your favorite sport to play? The ones that win. The one that- <laughs> Wow, you like winning too? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, but speaking of support and the current meta at the moment, right now... Arcane is OP. Yeah. Arcane is OP. Specifically Jinx. Taking up a storm after the small attack speed buffs, obviously. Small. (laughs) But it also helps that the Yumiri work is popping off amazingly. Yeah. I like how they've changed her. Mm -hmm. I like how she just can't spam one button to keep a person alive. But still, isn't it still kind of off though? In my opinion. Because like, think about it. You mean they've designed it to be easier? Mm-hmm. Like, um, well, kind of. Well, they've made it so that Yumi players will get more benefits if they stay on longer. So they took out the skill expression of like hopping off and hopping back on, you know, to get that. But they shield. replaced it with the fact that it's all shield based, which means you have to anticipate the damage. It just seems wrong that she's a tier one champion right now. No, 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 no. It makes sense. For like Any, a anyone 450 that... blue essence costing champion. Is she not low? Yeah, they 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 want to they want to make her a beginner champion, so they even brought the blue essence all the way back all the way down. Huh. Yeah, it just it, it's like it's like me seeing Garen at the top, or how it was just off seeing Annie as like the number one mid laner. It just doesn't seem right. You know, we usually see the mechanical laners being at the top. You know because. Um, the higher skill expression you can show, you know, the higher limits you can express for through a champion, you know. That shit's hard. I want the easy dubs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, micros and everything. There's also macro, you know, knowing the map wording and everything like that. The cat is online, and I don't know if people hate it more or love it more. Yeah. I, like I said, like, I think for me, I like it more because since it is shielding, if a bot is using it, then they can't just spam the heal on you to get the easy dub like they like it's almost impossible to fully predict unless you're a pro and like when damage is coming that's true i one thing i do really like is a q what is it it's uh that's that's that that is so fun it's like its own mini game it looks fun yeah i definitely agree and the fact that it can go so far mm-hmm. like holy yeah especially because like you can hit people out of vision so if you get good, you can just start like just start sniping random <laughs> black zones uh-huh. and just hit someone. You're just like, oh, got him. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> but I definitely am happy about the best friend. Buff. A, yeah, the buff that they added where, you know, you meet, it's better if she sticks onto one person. And I believe that is a nerf. You know, you won't get an instant win if you have like a bunch of crazy carry champions. <laughs> like one thing that was really scary was especially like, Yumi Hecarim, like, <laughs> no one's gonna forget about that. Yumi Kane, Yumi Yi, everything like, like that's all gone now. Like, Yumi Jax. Yumi Jax. Any any hyper carry, let's say that's like not an ADC, 
Obviously, it includes ADCs, but... Hypercarry bruisers, I'd say. It was disgusting, for sure. Like, and even Darius, think about it, because Darius, he, he has a skill expression where he needs to get the heal off his Q in order to last longer in fights to get those stacks and, you know, get those ultimate and his passive running like that. But now if he, he has, like, a Yumi on him and he gets a heal and then, like, boom, you know? It's well, like a... Look to when, like, Yumi first came out and you had the Yumi Garen bot lane duo. Oh, God. <laughs> that was funny. No, it was funny, but, like, it, it felt... It, the way she was built before, I felt more carried towards bruisers and not ADCs. But this one, mm-hmm. I feel is more for ADCs. The fact that she gives movement speed, attack speed, mm-hmm. and on-hit damage to make any ADC an on-hit champion, in a sense. Yeah. Which is a good thing. That's true. Uh, and not just that, though. With her best friend thing, to get the most out of it, you want to be on a champion that gives you crit. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be wanting towards more your ADC. The only other person that I could see it being like good on is like Kindred, oh, yeah. Gangplank, mm-hmm. like any crit-based champion, even probably Yasuo and Yone. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's... But it, it can only be one best friend. Yeah. So that's a good part. Yeah. Right. Um, but like you have, you played a couple of Yumi games so far, right? I don't know how many you played. Uh, um, like three. Three? Three mm-hmm. games? Okay. So... Not as much as I expected, but um, in your opinion, do you think when the new patch sort of rolls out to like pro play, do you think people are gonna start oh, picking Yumi? You think so? You without think the supports are gonna pick Yumi? I think it's, I think it's gonna be what you and I did those three games where it's just gonna be Yumi Jinx, Yumi Jinx, Yumi oh. Jinx, Yumi Kaisa, Yumi Tristana. Those are the three. You might be right. You know, like as we've seen, we've seen a couple of Kaisa games that have been showing up. Right, uh, we've seen. Not that many Jinx games, but Jinx hovers. <laughs> yeah. Avelios, you know, a lot more of these, like, hyper-carry ADCs are starting to show up. Well, uh, I've seen a lot of Twitch streamers. They do Tristana Yumi rework. And it almost makes it so that, like, if you're communicating with your support, mm-hmm. you use the Tristana Q to just increase your fire rate. And then while yeah. that's uh, refreshing, mm-hmm. then Yumi gives you uh, attack speed. And so you can melt a turret. Oh my god. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. We should try that later. Yeah, and then yeah. when she jumps in, you just automatically shield. So, like, you're guaranteed to know when to negate damage. And then if they run away, you just hit them with the Yumi sniper Q. Yeah, and then you get the chase out, obviously, with Trisana's jump reset as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But speaking of uh, Yumi as support, there's another support that's coming into the Rift very soon. And that is Milo. I mean... I am so excited for that, man. Uh, like, we've seen some of the abilities already. I've also seen some of the cheeses, though. Oh, God. Oh, you, you wanna, you wanna I think I saw TikTok. Wait, so, yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, so I've seen a couple now. Okay, okay. My two favorite is that uh, there's... a On the PBE right now, there's a build with him where you oh, can God. get over 100% tenacity <laughs> to I where, think I heard of this. Yeah, to make it so basically, like... You can never fully CC him unless you do, like, multiple chains of CC. Yeah. Which means that much. he can always cleanse any ally. And then the other one, which is the funniest one, mm-hmm. it's Milo and then four ADCs yeah, by the one. dragon pit. And he uses his ability or something, increases all of their attack range, and they just kill the dragon <laughs> on the other side of yeah, the wall. Oh my. I think, like, before it was, like, only Morgana that can do that with her W, and that took years, right? But no. I can't imagine like how crazy that would be, and 
think about it, we've already been seeing a lot of ADCs like in other roles, right? Like in top lane, mid lane. It's it's a possible outcome. It's it's a possibility that could happen, you know? Mm-hmm. You get Lucian top, Kendra jungle, uh, I don't know, like Kaisa Ezreal mid, and then like any other ADC. I, I am excited see. because I feel like right now the way the meta is, is it is very much CC heavy. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't have to do too much with the fact that they brought back support engage. Yeah, and there's Cause, also... Because it was before support engage became, or like came back. It was yeah. more of just like the mid-jungle combos mm-hmm. always had to have like a form of CC, like Vi-Ari. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or Vi... You see Vi lost to Juani Wukong, you know, all yeah. of these guys have like crazy CC. And not only that, like about your point with the support tanks and all that, that also applies to top lane too. We've been seeing Cho'Gath, Scion, and they provide a shit ton of CC, you know what I mean? And obviously Kasanti as well, even though he's been nerfed. Yeah. And so like, he um, he can only stop one form of CC, but one form could make or break a fight. Yeah. No, If absolutely. timed correctly. <clears throat> and so... In addition to Zanya's, like... And cleanse. That's going to be so annoying to watch. Like, imagine Aphelios with a Milo and cleanse. So basically he has two cleanses. And a stopwatch. <laughs> a stopwatch. And if Milo gets uh, the support item that also cleanses... That's three forms of cleanses. That Aphelios <laughs> is never getting locked down. Oh my goodness. You don't even need Tom Kench anymore. You know, you just need Milo. Yeah. Milo's like almost like the new savior, if you think about it. Oh my god. I'm goodness. excited for it. Yeah, but at the end result, do you think he'll be squishy? Do you think he'll be one-shotable? I I think... He's just a kid. I think he's going to be played like Rakan, mm-hmm. where it's going to be like, you can go either like... He's more just going to be health focused, mm-hmm. and then you can dabble a little bit into resistance and armor, or more into supportive magic like the crown, easy movement speed. I see. So definitely a, a support that has a higher skill ceiling, yeah, and a higher skill floor than most other supports. Yeah, because I feel like Rakan's one of the rare few supports where you can go either more. AP support focus or more tank engage focus. Yeah, so that's his, his crazy Night Harvester builds as well. Yeah. On Rakan, yeah. And so I feel like Milo's going to play a lot like Rakan. Okay. Which I'm excited because I love Rakan. Yeah. I love I love the jumpy boy. <laughs> and, you know, with the Milo release, we've also seen, like, a lot of the, the new skins that are going to come I out. I love this the skin fairy. line. You know, the only thing I like... <laughs> the only thing I like are um, Ezreal's toes. <laughs> Ezreal's toes. <laughs> if you look carefully at the bottom of the skin, yeah, he gets, you, you get free you toes. Can see his toe. <laughs> for me, I'm excited for the Karma because Karma has never gotten a legendary skin before. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I didn't even know. Yeah. For a popular uh, champion that popular, I'm pretty surprised. Mm-hmm. Also, like her move sets are pretty transferable to like any skin line if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, and so, and with it being legendary, I'm curious on how it's gonna look. But honestly. There's not really a bad skin in this one that like yes and no i think one skin i don't like is the cat the normal katarina one but as we all know we've, we've talked about this many times if there's yeah. a prestige skin they always try to make the prestige look better yeah like way better yeah and, but i also have to say i am getting a little bit disappointed by these new prestige skins like obviously they look great and whatnot i'm not too liking the purple you know, they've been putting a lot of purple on Prestige, right? They put on Echo, Cassante, and now it's going to be on Katarina. So for me, I no longer care about the Prestige skins. The only things I will spend Mythic Essence on mm-hmm. is those Ashen Knight skins. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Ashen Knight Shen? Oh, I think like he has like a recall. Something like comes out of him, right? Yeah, like it is sick. 
Like yeah, Ashen Knights are good. I'm hoping for an ADC Ashen Knight. That'd be really cool yeah. as well. And I think uh, it might have just been a rumor, but I'm pretty sure they announced that like, like after this, like towards the end of this year or towards the end of this season, basically, mm-hmm. there's going to be a new theme for like. Oh, so instead of Ashen Knights, it's going to be another one. I see. So are they just going to do like five champions for each skin or something? I think so. Yeah. I like this though because I like how exclusive they make it. It sort of increases the value of these skins you know what i mean instead of sending a bunch out at once it just like one every three months or something like that but the animation styles behind it are gorgeous though but do they have different dances or is that the same i think the dances are the same more because it's a guitar yeah yeah okay i'm not 100 sure on that i just know the abilities have the night and day focus that's true i mean it has a very unique concept but again with the purple. <laughs> yeah. I kind of get annoyed by just that. I'm seeing so much purple. I mean, no hate to purple, but one thing I really liked about Prestige, just like that unique gold color that mo- the rest of the skins just don't have, you know? Yeah. But a ton of skins are purple. There's a bunch of purple skins. There's a bunch of purple chromas. So I don't if really they, see If the they purple. are going to do an Ashen Knight ADC, I already know who it's going to be. You do? Or I believe. Oh, okay. Who do you think it is? Callista. Callista. Like, based on the theme? Yeah. That's valid. But isn't there a Kalissa skin already coming out for Fairy Court? There is. That could be an issue. It could. But it could be, like, later. It could also be good old Ash. (laughs) You know? Just give Ash Ash another skin. Or it could go to, I think, Draven would be a decent one. Yeah, Draven wouldn't be that bad. Um, Yeah, I mean, there could be many. Looking at the Fairy Court skins, I mean, which one's your favorite again? It was Karma? Uh, it was Karma and the Katarina Prestige. Katarina Prestige. And I know my girlfriend, she is going head over heels over the Seraphine one. I don't really get it. I guess I'm, they did pretty well with the green hair, I guess. Yeah. Not that big of a band. I don't know if I'll get the Honestly, one. Honestly, I'd have to say the one that's just kind of the most meh is the Milo one. I think so. It's just kind of meh. I mean, he looks cute, though. I mean, everyone else looks cool, and he just looks like just like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why. It's because <laughs> the theme is like you have all these badass fairies, and then you just have like a gremlin. True, it's not. It's not legal for you to like this one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I'm curious on how the rest of the world will play Milo. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the rest of the world, oh boy, have things been stirring. Oh yeah, which region? So I want to start with the LEC. Okay, old LEC. Europe. Our rivals. <laughs> Fnatic replaced their top and support. Okay. And big oofs. Big oofs. They they re- they replaced one that I think needed replaced, which was support. They should have kept Wonder. And then I think you and I are both in agreement. They should have replaced the jungler. Yeah. As the I, biggest like, problem. No hate to Razorg. I, I still no. think he's a good player, but um, especially in this meta where jung like early game junglers are just like so important and while they're important you know this guy has the the idea of just picking sejuani jungle every time while everyone else is picking wukong elise you know vi all these like strong early game junglers like that have the potential of doing late game things exactly exactly and you know, that's just what I think. You know, ADC, of course, you got to CS, you got to scale up. But if we've seen a lot of our LCS games, for example, the games only last around 25 minutes on average. You know, a lot of games are ending very fast. And this is because 
we've got a lot of the strong early game junglers that are in the meta right now and it looks like they're just blasting the past right now you know sejuani uh constantly picking zeri you know no one's picking hybrid in your support right now this isn't worlds 2022 you know but like they picked that twice in a row yeah, yeah I, and that's basically it. Vitality's still. I oh, I they feel got like, upset. I feel Vitality. That's not just it. I think Vitality's gonna be number one. This oh yeah, this absolutely. weird split. I think it's officially spring split. It is. Yeah, they're calling it spring split. Um, I definitely agree with you. Like, um, upset. <laughs> like, yeah. He deserves to be in a team, right? Um, I think it's crazy that he got replaced by Reckless. I mean, I mean, a lot of people wanted Reckless. I. I'm surprised that he couldn't have joined a different team. I guess Fnatic had the need to bench the best uh, European player um, last year, right? But now Vitality, as I've said, a lot of people are saying, oh, Bo doesn't have to, like, you know, play for bot lane anymore. You know, bot lane's self-sufficient now. So, I mean, they're rocking it, obviously. And then, you know, I talked to you before about G2, you know, Malphite mid. Love that. Cap right? Caps is <laughs> off the rails. He's off the rails, and I love it. <laughs> uh, he's, he looks like he's having fun, though. That's uh -huh. all that matters. And holy Hansama on Draven. Don't give that guy Draven. It's like last year when we talked about how, like, why would you give Viego to closer? This is like the same thing. Like, never leave Draven open for Hansama. Just don't, yeah, don't do it. pick it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. <laughs> <clears throat> and then for the LCK, I've, I've, <clears throat> I've come to the conclusion... About one champion in particular. Okay. Alawi is not a champion meant for pros. It is a solo... Solo queue. Yeah, solo yeah. queue only. And that's because mm -hmm. I recently watched like BDS... Or not BDS. Um, Did pick Alawi D DRX. Oh, okay. DRX play with the Alawi top. And just shit the bed. Like really hard? Really hard. Feta jacks. Oh, God. Oh, Okay. And it I was. I see. I see what they're trying to do because Alawi does counter Jax, but also doesn't. I don't know how to explain it. Um, because you know Jax is an all-in champion, and Alawi's at like, oh, you're gonna all-in me. I'm just gonna press on. You're gonna die. But the thing about Jax is that he can bait it out. You know, his Q later into the game is like only on a three-second cooldown. You know, you jump, you walk away, you jump back in. But my goodness, I am surprised for L especially I'm surprised for LCK. You know, I feel like people would do them these dumb picks would be like. LEC or like LCS. Yeah, so like when I see the LCK pick, and I'm just like, ooh, okay, maybe they'll like prove that it can work. Yeah. Now, if no. it fails there, it's it will fail everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it got me thinking of like, what, what would be some other champions that are only meant for... Well, I'd say like similar champions, like Eloy, like Yorick, of course. Yeah. Nasus, you know, all those like heavy split push champions. I believe because... Especially when we, when your whole team feeds Nasus and Solo Q, I think a lot of that reason is because they don't understand how to kite him, right? He presses R, just wait it out. You know, you can wait him out while CCing him. It's not like he's super fast, which is why he gets Ghost, by the way, too. But like, um, you can still just kind of counteract that. And then finally, when he does have all, just like jump on him and you just get one shot, you know? He's yeah. not really that tank because he's not always building full tank items. Yeah, and it was just kind of, it was just like, huh, wow, I can't believe they just did that. Yeah. But also, in the LCK, uh, going back to good old TikTok, where I get all of my news nowadays, it feels <laughs> like, there was a video of Faker. Faker? And taking photos with a bunch of famous pros, like Showmaker, Canyon, Cute. Knight, Rookie, Ruler, just like all over, just uh, even Caps, I think, was in oh, it. Yeah. and. 
Faker will always do this, like, thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Even, even when people try to do the heart with him. Even, like, all the Ari cosplayers, you yeah. know? Ari cosplayers, like, uh, I think there's even, like, a K-pop star he, he that, rejects that, all that, that, yeah, that tried to do the heart with him. He's just like, thumbs up! They're all rejected. But recently, uh-huh. at the end of a game, you know who he finally did the heart with? Who? The only other person that can carry just as hard as him. And who's that? Caria. Oh my god. When they did the heart thing together in the video. Was, was it Worlds or something? No, it was recent. It was recent. Oh my god. Yeah, and I'm just like... That's so cute. He's doing daddy proud. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Is That's crazy like, though, because he is known as that thumbs up guy, you know, even in photos and everything yeah. like that. And then yeah. when, the when, when, time. When Caria asks the heart, you give it to him. <laughs> if you don't give me a heart... I'll throw. (laughs) I control the game. I'll T1. Faker, you think you can control the game now? You're wrong. I'm now. (laughs) Good luck luck winning worlds. I'm the captain of this ship now. (laughs) That's that's Carrier right now. He has has the big dick swagger. (laughs) He can make or break a game now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, good for him, though. I mean, it's it's a wholesome moment, actually. Uh, Another thing about T1, obviously, if you haven't heard their match against drx drx banned five adcs yep. they banned lucian caitlin various aphelios but and draven the funny thing about that though is everyone would just go oh the the t1 adc must be that good gumayushi no 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 <gasps> only half of those were for gumayushi the other half were for Karia. oh my goodness like <laughs> who would have thought you know we see like these crazy role like role swapping like um champions for example like greg is he can go either mid or top or support right or you see all these other champions that can kind of play multiple roles and then we and then t1 specifically just has that unique archetype where they can flix any champion in the bot lane so honestly just like well played you know handshake you know ban all the adcs we'll just get a free top jungle mid right and we'll still win the bot lane. Even, even that, yeah. It was just like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they still won the bot lane. <laughs> yeah, they, they still won bot lane. Owner just gets his hands on Lisa and like, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I can even picture Gumiyushi's mind right here. Just like, ooh, I can just... I'm the support. <laughs> it just, I mean, he probably has like that one like TikTok audio. Choo-wa. He's like, I can finally turn off my brain. He's just like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the mind of all Cho'Gath players. So just they go. Ooh, snap! Yum. I just <laughs> find it so ironic because you know it's ADCs that yeah. are sort of just like getting Kraken Slayer and trying to like yeah. ADCs Cho'Gath. are just like damage, damage, damage. Yeah, they're, they're trying to like you know <laughs> get like cut down Cho'Gath's HP now, but like now the ADCs the Cho'Gath player. Yeah. It's so ironic. It's a, it's almost kind of like when like people that are very healthy go out of their way and they just have one cheat day like once a year. <laughs> that was his <laughs> cheat day? Yeah, that's Gumiyushi's cheat day. <laughs> the coach just goes, Gumiyushi, take it easy. <laughs> and then he, looks, then he looks at Karia and just does, just does the, they just nod at each other. It's like, let me eat. Yeah. <laughs> Carry and the coach look at each other, gaze into each other's eyes, give the heads up, nod, and then picks locks and Senna. Oh my god. I know the assignment like, coach. You can cook, let me eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the full on restaurant experience in the bot lane oh for T1. No, no, for real though, like they got a whole menu. Like they got a full course, whole ass menu. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of menu and eating, so I recently popped into the LPL, the unknown territory for me. Yeah. And I watched a game recently. Uh, It was JDG versus some unknown small org called the uh, the abbreviation is TT. Thunder Talking? I think it's Thunder Talking. Yeah. Well, Knight, who I've who I know a little bit on, oh yeah, he's a name, yeah. yeah, he almost broke the record for having the most kills without oh deaths. God. So the record is eighteen. Do you know who and, got oh, it? I don't. Okay, I just know they were really excited. Like the casters were almost trying to convince JDG not to end the game oh early. Oh my god! <laughs> I wonder if reason. they knew. I wonder if they knew in their heads. Like, I don't think so. Oh, but. Knight went 16-0-7 on Ari. Just decimated. Whoever stole seven of his kills. Yeah. (laughs) Come here. (laughs) Like, I wonder after the game when, like, like, someone, like, came up and was just like, oh, you're, like, two away. And he just looks at the person who stole more than one. Looks at the ADC, looks at the juggler. He's just, like, gazing into their eyes and just, like... This is your fault. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. How dare And just spits at their I could have gotten a race. <laughs> I could have had a record. I could have been someone. I could have been. And honestly, it's hard to be someone in China, especially with how many teams are rotating. Yeah. How many players and new rookies are being, like, sponsored and promoted. But, but it's it's cool seeing, like, a like top-tier Ari go. Yeah. Like, the, the move sets behind it is crazy. Because we haven't been seeing too much Ari. No, yeah. we haven't, and it's kind of it's it's funny in a weird way because like there's a lot of players that are good Ari mains. Yeah, we can't forget what is it, like a uh, power of evil. Yeah, I know he's not here anymore, but he he was known as that Ari guy, you know. And that was he was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, like I some say Ari's an easy champ, which I will say like the basics of her are easy. Yeah, you can say she has like a low skill floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like. The possibilities of like trying to weave in her like ultimate with her abilities, like Absolutely. if you can like do it right, mm-hmm. you'll never die. And Knight proved it; he showed it. He's yeah, just you, like oh, you got a three sixty angle; you could go yeah. through it. Yeah. And there's a bunch of other midlanders that are also really good Ari mains, mm-hmm. and one of them, I would say, is in the LCS. Oh, we finally right. got to see one. Team Liquid has had a, a bit of a struggle. Oh yes, they have. And recently, they played FyQuest, and they won. And it might have been because of the draft slightly, but I think it's also because T1 finally was just like, hey... TL. TL. Yeah, no worries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, huge difference. <laughs> yeah, huge difference. My, my apologies, Carrier. Please don't kill me in my sleep. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, Team Liquid. I'll just say Team Liquid. It'll be way easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they, I feel like the longest time they've just been trying to get Pioshik his kindred, which will never happen. <laughs> yeah. If you're a kindred one trick in any pro scene, you're never playing your that that champion because everyone's afraid of it. Yep. So, but they finally allowed both Harriet and Jan to have their one tricks that they had in Academy. Mm-hmm. And who? It was Ari and Aphelios. Oh, yes. And they popped off with those two champions against FlyQuest. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Summit, he he picked Cho'Gath and peeled for them all. Yeah. It was it was just nice. Because like for the longest time, this whole split, I've just been looking at Harry. And I'm just like, why was there so much hype behind this kid? Like, he hasn't really been showing much. And if anything, it's been kind of unfil- underperforming. But seeing him on like his main champion, I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay... He has a little skill, a little rough around the edges, but... Yeah, you gotta be flexible. 
Yeah. Right. Well, and I feel like with like especially a lot of the younger players, they haven't had one hundred percent of the time to play a large pool as a lot of other t- like mid lane, especially mm-hmm. when you're like a rookie mid lane. Mm-hmm. And so I wondered if Team Liquid early on would have just instead of doing meta, just went for more of like comfort picks for Haria of if that would have made any differences or not. Well, but at the same time, <clears throat> I know you're giving credit to like the academy players that are now in the the big boy team. Yeah. But we can't forget credit on Pyoshik that game. Pyoshik played insane that first game. Oh, one hundred percent. I think he he won like seven seven kills, and he got he picked up so many kills at the beginning of the game, and just sort of increased the lead so much so that you know FlyQuest they just couldn't catch up. Yeah. You know, and I've. So I know I'm bringing it back to the the rookies. Yeah, no worries. But I feel like if you are on a team and everyone feels comfort, like feels comfortable in their picks, in their situation that they are. Yeah. It moves way more faster. It's, it's more fluid almost. Mm-hmm. Of just everyone knows what they're doing when they're doing it. But if you're playing a champion that you're not 100% confident in, you're going to be somewhat hesitant sometimes. And then that hesitancy can just off throw the entire game that's true because like imagine the pressure they have too you know they're playing in so many of the big boy leagues right they're playing against like a lot of like the veterans that have proven to be good and these guys you know they haven't been here for that long so if they perform even a little bit bad they're gone you know if double makes a couple of mistakes everyone can turn a blind eye yeah but for these rookies no one can yeah and i feel like you also got to see this type of mentality in eg versus cloud nine on the first day because he had Jojo, who was sick and not even there. So you don't oh, Jojo. You don't have... And he just got shit on he so hard. He got abused. Uh, he got, like, Solico three times with MNS. Yeah. And I'm not even saying it's his fault. Like, I feel as an org, if you have a player that's, like, that sick where he can't even attend, uh-huh. you just need a replacement for him. But at the same time, I mean... There's a lot of stuff we could uh, question about EG's department, especially with how they've could have handled the Danny situation yeah. better and how and um they let Jojo play while he was very sick. Um so yeah, I mean obviously that org can be kind of questionable in terms mm-hmm. of a uh, player but player I will say the person that they replaced Jojo with Roma. Uh, for Roma. Yeah. Roma. 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 I'm just going to call him Roomba. I feel like if I was Japanese <laughs> it'd be way easier for me to say like Ryo, Ryoma. I'm going to say Roomba. Roomba? <laughs> ah, it's the Roomba. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're straight. You're American already. <laughs> but I, 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 he was, he did good. Yeah, he did a great showing on his ear. And I thought, yeah, he definitely carried. Uh, definitely. Um, CLG, they're not an easy team, right? And his well, first game in the big team. CLG has been shitting the bed. <laughs> you want right. to get on that already? Well, I have to. Like, <laughs> at the beginning of this year. Everyone was hyped for CLG because they did yeah. such a big improvement last summer. This tool right off the bat. Yeah. And then going into this, everyone heard in, like the rumors of them, like especially Dokla playing with uh, Kingsman. Their, uh, King oh, and, yeah. King and yeah, yeah. And DRX. Yeah. And then like some of the other players playing with both DRX and T1 members. So everyone's hyped. There's like, ooh, if they were practicing with the best... They should improve. And yeah. like the first week we saw that, we were just like, 2-0, baby, let's go. And then it's just been like a spiral. They've, they've been able to pick up some games here and there. Mm-hmm. 
but it hasn't been consistent. Yeah, and if you look at their team, what do you think is sort of the main problem? Contracts. Contracts. What has he been doing wrong? I feel like just his play style, he's very much 50-50 whether or not he can consistently gain a lead or not. True, and, but we thought that he solidified that at the beginning of the season, but do you think he's kind of reverting back to his old ways? I feel like the pressure got to him, and he's somewhat reverting back. I feel like Dokla's gotten, got a little too cocky and slipped up a couple times. Definitely. Probably the only two consistent players right now is Pal Fox and Poom. But that's what I want to say. There's a, your word that you said right there, consistency. I feel like that can go both ways, right? Like, obviously, it's great to have a jungler that's consistent, right? Yeah. Consistently good. Like, if you look at Blabber, consistently good. Um, inspired, consistently good. At Closer last year, consistently good, right? But then there's also those consistent players that consistently pick the same champions. Like, for example, Palafox. He's usually that guy who just pick the mages, right? He'll pick the mages. He won't do anything exciting. Like, look, we, we're looking at Gory from Golden Guardians. And if you look at MS, or it's you say MS, right? Is that how yeah, you, yeah so. MS from Cloud9. Like, they're picking up some of these crazy picks. Like, imagine having a start off champion rotation of LeBlanc, Yone, and Trinomir, right? Um, so, that also makes me question, like, what type of consistency does CLG need? Yeah, that's valid. Maybe they just might need to mix it. Maybe it could also be like a coaching thing. You never know. Um, of course. Because if you look at like 100 Thieves. Now, I'm Ooh. conflicted on 100 Thieves. Okay, go ahead. So there's two theories floating around mm-hmm. and both kind of make sense. So there's one theory that is well known through just sports and history. Throughout history, I should say. Go ahead. And that's whenever a team is doing bad, if you just remove or replace one source, whether it be a coach, player, staff member or even like spice and mix it up switch Mm -hmm. roles or something like that it could bring back confidence that they needed or lost at some point Mm -hmm. to then become good again like dignitas like they replaced one player spawn for tomo yeah and they've won two games now i mean it's still not the best but it's it's something but it's it's that like dopamine behind it for sure for sure like then you have like 100 thieves they replaced the head coach the head coach which Depending on, because based right now, off the first week of the new head coach, they, went, they, they won both games. Yeah, I mean, that so, does show something. Well, it, not 100%, though. I would I would say, based on Super Week, will be the biggest showing. Yeah. Whether not, or not, not if, if, it was, if, if it was just the dopamine of having something new and fresh, mm-hmm. or whether or not if it was an actual coaching issue. So right now, they're like 80% thieves. 75. 75% thieves. So 75 thieves right yeah. now. But like... If they show up well in the Super Week, then we can we can call them 100 Thieves. Yeah, and then we can go, okay, it was the coach's fault at that point. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, we saw Team Liquid, they they won against FlyQuest, like props to them. And we also see 100 Thieves, they finally won their first game against uh, Golden Guardians, which is not an easy feat. You know, Golden Guardians are, are pretty much up there, right? And that was great and all, but if you go into the second match... Instead of being flexible, they kind of pick the same thing, you know. Um, Hundred Thieves, they just stick with the Zyra Khan. Um, if we look into the second game of Team Liquid, um, they do Chogat the Lee Sin again, and now we're thinking, what's that? Their only like winning solution? Like that makes you worried. Like is that the only thing they have in the bag? Well, right? the second team was against Dignitas, though. So like, yeah, that's why I don't even count that to be honest. Yeah. Like, if if they pick the same type of comp this coming Wednesday, 
then I'll agree with you. Okay, yeah. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm also keeping up with you. Yeah. Like you said, you know, we're not 100%. And I'm just adding that on to kind of prove your point that it's it's a little iffy. It's yeah. definitely a little and iffy. And I will say, I haven't been watching the LCS for the longest time, only a couple years now. Okay. But I will say, there was one game that is just one of my favorites so far in a while. Because last week, it didn't. there wasn't like one game where I was just like... It was entertaining to watch from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. TSM versus Immortals first day was such a banger of just constant fighting. Really? It was very scrappy. Like there wasn't like a whole lot of kills going uh-huh. around, but there was just so much fighting, and it was actually in favor of Immortals for the oh, longest really? time. It was like a, like an LPO for a second. <laughs> yeah, it just felt it was entertaining to watch. There was constant back and forth, one pick here, one pick there. It's yeah. just like. A constant. It was. It was like a full-on battle throughout the whole game. It was just very entertaining to watch, <laughs> and I. I've just been seeing, especially with Wild Turtle coming in. And I wonder if that's like just because of him. Oh, now I'm remembering the game. <laughs> now that you mentioned Wild Turtle, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I remember now. And I feel like Wild Turtle. Game. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like was the solid ground that oh, yeah. TSM needed. No, I'm actually... I was actually very surprised, too. I didn't think that much would change with the Wild Turtle when coming back in, but he did make a change. Like, just how we saw Dignitas, he changed their ADC. Wild Turtle... The, I mean, sorry, not Wild TSM. TSM also changed their ADC, and they're starting to, you know, look better. And now it's time for 100 Thieves to... And I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm just joking. For sure, we're seeing a lot of consistency and a lot of flexibility. That's one thing I like. You know, no more Zeri constantly. You know, we're seeing Wild Turtle pick Caitlyn, Ezreal, Zaya, and everything, you know? Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah, and also, the casters were talking about something interesting with Golden Guardians. And that's, if they win one more game, it'll be their best record that they've ever had. They've always, the highest they've ever made it was 9-9. Really? Yeah. They're at 9-6. They just have to win one game next week. Oh, do you think they can do it? Yeah. The highest they've ever made it was fifth place. This is going to be crazy. So they're technically already above where they once were. Yeah, I mean, Golden Guardians have sort of always been at the bottom. I would say bottom to mid. Bottom to mid, yeah. Like I said, like, like a couple times they placed fifth. Yeah, but it's just, how can I say? It was always the same three teams that are at the top, you know what I mean? Like TSM, Cloud9, and... Team Liquid. Yeah. I feel like it was always those three big boys. And it wasn't until the last couple years where you got EG and, and Thieves, Thieves. Just like showing up. And then Fly, FlyQuest did go to Worlds once. Uh-huh. Like, I think the year I started watching. And then last year they kind of were like the here and there. Yeah, I think one thing that's really cool that I've noticed is before in the past, it was bigger org, bigger wins. Yeah. You know, like you can definitely recognize that now, right? But now I like how every team is looking individually at their League of Legends team and actually just trying to improve it, you know, with the resources they have. And they realize, you know, the only resource they have isn't just money. You know, it's sometimes it's some of the players that they already have in Academy that have proven that they've been lucky to have. Like, for example, EG. EG hit the jackpot, obviously, you know. They got JoJo, they got Danny, and they flew last year. And now we're even seeing some other teams recognize that and like for example FlyQuest they got Ayla who was uh in Team Liquid Challengers Wild Turtles back you know they're like okay like he's pretty good and we're seeing a lot more of that that I really appreciate and I, I obviously can't forget 100 Thieves 
for sure. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. And I feel like it's been a little bit more scrappy. Like, if you look at the standings, the only two teams that basically be guaranteed a spot in the uh, like playoffs, from my point of view, mm-hmm. is Cloud9 and FlyQuest because they're 12-3. and three. Like, crazy. There's no way that they can be kicked out. Is it actually impossible? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. Because there's only three more games left. Wow. And maybe but, EG2. Maybe. Oh, no, they, yeah, if they lose all three. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I see it now. That's why it's just like, it's going to be, it's, they're pretty much guaranteed, but you never know. Yeah, that's true. Especially the Georgia fact, being sick. The fact that there's like six teams right now fighting for four slots. That is crazy. Like, this is the most competitive LCS season by far. Yeah. Like, anyone's got to admit that, you know? Before we see all these hot shots like Burex and Doublelift, they're like, oh, if they're in a team, they're always going to be at the top, which was true. But now even these veterans have to fight for a spot. And isn't that amazing? So based off the current standings for the top eight, because I'm not including the bottom two because they're out. That's Immortals and Dignitas. Yeah. 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 So right now you have, um, I'll, I'll say EG will make it. So we'll just do fourth, fifth, and sixth. Okay. So we have... Golden Guardians, TSM, CLG, 100 Thieves, and Team Liquid, which I think could potentially make it. It's a bit iffy. Yeah, it's a bit iffy. Um, they are one game behind the the three tied teams. <laughs> I did look at their games, though, and um, their future matches, and I do believe that Team Liquid has the easiest run for next week. Yeah. Especially because they've already, you know, they've already won through FlyQuest, right? You know, that's already a big bonus. And they dealt with uh, they dealt with C nine as well. Yeah. Um. This week, you know. I think CLG is gonna have the hardest one because they're gonna start off right off the bat with. I agree. Golden Guardians followed behind Team Liquid, which I feel is gonna be a 50-50. Yeah, definitely, wins. especially with how. But then they end it with Fighting Cloud Nine. Yeah. <laughs> and TSM has it kind of rough too. They go against Hundred Thieves, which is 50-50. Yeah, and Dignitas, then EG, hopefully a free win. No, the Dignitas is. Team Liquid. Oh, I was talking about TSM. Yeah. It's 100 Thieves and TSM. It's uh-huh. going to be effy. Then they get a free win. Maybe. Thursday. Um, Dignitas have nothing to lose. And that's then why. FlyQuest. So the FlyQuest part is... Uh, it's going to be effy. Yeah. Uh, 100 Thieves, it's going to be roughly the same. Because they have to go against TSM, EG, and mm. then Immortals. So they have one guaranteed win. So if you think about it, even though 100 Thieves and... Team Liquid at the bottom, they might honestly have a better chance than TSM and CLG to make it to the top. So my prediction is Golden Guardians will make it in, make it through. They'll yeah. probably be fourth. Hopefully. It'd be cool if they made it. Yeah, fourth, I really then it would think be, it'd the, be great. Uh-huh. It would be the first time ever that not only will have they beaten their record of having more than nine wins, mm-hmm. but they'll also be their first time that they've ever been in fourth place. Yeah. So they'll get they'll get they'll break two of their records <laughs> in one move, which is cool. Uh, personally, me, I would want TSM, poof, probably 100 Thieves to go in. Okay, so if I were to, like, hope, then I would like 100 Thieves and Team Liquid to be 5 and 6. That would, that would be my wish. Like, I would, I would be happy if that happened. But if I was to think logically and seeing all the matches, I'd have to agree with you. I think TSM and 100 Thieves have the best chance of making it to the top six. Especially knowing how Team Liquid is not very consistent. And 100 Thieves have beaten Team Liquid 
But just I, I just have to say that. And also CLG, I, I'm not sure if they can really fix it up for the next week because they've obviously been playing really bad. And then, of course, there is the scenario. Is there the scenario? Does uh, it exist where Immortals are Dignitas? Dignitas no, no, right? No, they're both done. Oh, they're both? Okay. But there is the weird world where Golden Guardians might win more games than EG, making them third place the first time ever in the top three, baby! <laughs> Was that necessary? It was, I, it was just like a little side note I, oh I came God. across. That's just like, if they pull it off, the same. Mm-hmm, yep, but the flight, but flight quest and Cloud9 are the untouchables. Honestly, those two, they're just, they're just fighting to try to clinch up, you know, the number one. Yeah. Um, The number one seed. Because I believe number one seed has a... I'm pretty sure they have a better luck, right? Or something like that. They go against the bottom tier teams, yeah. right? So it'll be like... One versus three or something like that. Or one versus four. I I don't even know. But definitely being first seed has a couple of bonuses. So it is worth the fight. Yeah, and right off the bat, they have to duke it out Wednesday. Which we'll we'll see who is truly... If that game doesn't define the results of the standings, then I will rage. Because that will be so sad. And then after that... There'll be Golden Guardians, and then there'll be TS. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Honestly, um, I would say Cloud9 has the best Super Week. Yeah, they do. They, they have one hard game, and then two games where they... they Immortals sh- and CLG. Yeah. They should win. And, you know, this, this is why, again, I'm worried about CLG and TSM. You know, uh, on their last match of next week, they're going to be... CLG's going against Cloud9, and TSM's going to be going against FlyQuest. We've seen TSM beat FlyQuest before. You know, with the first ever Cho'Gath pick of um, the split. But... There might be a small potential where Golden Guardians also beats FlyQuest. Yeah, we never know. But, again, this is what I have to say. The nothing-to-lose mentality. Yeah. And that mentality is so strong. And I, I have to speak for that for Dignitas and Immortals as well. They got nothing to lose. So, honestly... Well, to be fair, there's three people... Three teams tied... Not people. Teams tied for fifth right now. Uh-huh. They have nothing to lose either. Like, oh, it's okay. risk it for the biscuit at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think anything can go. What, what, what was your favorite match, you would say? My favorite match? Um, let me see. I think it was uh, Team Liquid versus FlyQuest, just because I'm a big Team Liquid fan. Um, it was really nice to see Pioshik sort of just pop off. And another game that I really liked, I have to say, was the 100 Thieves versus Golden Guardians. That was a I, game. The, the first game I really liked that because again they put closer on a strong carry, and mm-hmm. you know that's what we've been wanting. You know Weird. what I mean? <laughs> you know where Sedrani? When, when, when he can carry, he can close. And the second game against Dignitas, I know it was against Dignitas. It's like sure it's meh, but the reason why I liked it was they managed to give a bunch of kills to the Viego. Yeah. You know he picked Viego and actually worked out. Also, you just ignored my joke. I'm upset. Oh, sorry. What did you say? Uh, I said that they gave a carry to Closer so he could close the game. And you just ignored it. <laughs> oh, I was still talking. <laughs> he, just, he just zoomed past it. Like, I was at the bus stop and you were the bus driver. You looked at me and just kept on driving. They gave the carry to Closer so he can close it. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. Thank you. And I, des- I deserve praise for that. That was a solid joke. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Next week, it's going to be a super week. It's going to be epic, and we're going to be going all over it, uh, talking all about it. 
And that's going to be in our next podcast after this one. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be the last week of the sleeper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Final Fantasy. I don't know if anyone else is doing it, but... Yeah, sadly, I had a rough early start. Uh, I got dropped. The first one was against me. Yeah. But I had a rough early start, which got me a little, too many little points. So I'm in the bottom bracket, but I am dominating the bottom bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I think the the last week is you and versus me, bud. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's you and me as the final duo. It shouldn't be. I'm probably going to go against one of these. I know, Uh, but like when you click over... Boom, you and me, buddy. You know, I don't think that's accurate, but we'll see. <clears throat> I hope it is. That would be normal. No. I, you're my you're my bracket demon. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I'm your bracket demon. You're my bracket demon. <laughs> that's because I'm really good at... I, I know what's meta. Okay. Well, um... <laughs> like, what was it? This, this past week, I had... Uh, out of the five picks, I got three correct. Mm-hmm. And out of the bands, I got two correct. Well, you know... That's five in total out of ten. That's For 50%. some reason, Busio thought that they allowed Busio to pick Rakan two times in a row. So that was what allowed me to win this week. And, you know, just like the joke that, the joke that I said about giving the carry to closer so he can close it out, um, I think we should they gave Rakan- carry, carry on with this podcast and close this out, too. <laughs> okay, one last thing. One okay, last thing. one last thing. Uh, I want to end it off with a TikTok thing. Oh, God. Okay, Gen Z. <laughs> so there was a TikTok of what uh, it was like four people or four players are in a room. They mm-hmm. all one trick, one champion. Oh, God. You have a Cassidy one trick, mm-hmm. a Draven one trick. Oh, God. No, wait. These are all racist. Keep going. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I'll let you get to the, tr- of the punchline. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just already <laughs> You ruined it. No, keep going. Keep going. Remember it, damn it. Who are the other two racist champions? Aatrox? Aatrox and uh, Hecron. Oh, God. Okay. You have, I, I think, I don't remember now. Anyways, you ruined it. <laughs> the whole point was in that four, who would be the first one to say the N word? <laughs> no. <laughs> I immediately picked Draven. <laughs> Honestly, I'd pick Cassidy. You'd pick Cassidy? Yeah, but okay. Um, that's going to be it for Grex Doesn't Exist. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Well, goodbye.